1: Bye. 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 Hey guys, we are here with the Hollywood Life podcast, and we have a very special guest today. We are so excited to welcome Remy Ma to the Hollywood Life podcast. Hi, welcome! Thank you for having me.
2: I gotta get my Hollywood podcast, Hollywood Life podcast voice. So hold on. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm very excited. Well, you are doing, doing it right. <laughs> you've
1: got you've got your sexy voice on, and somebody else who's got her sexy voice on, and is joining joining us is Jenna Lemon from Hollywood Life and of course we have Gino the producer here produce, produce. So, you have got, Remy, you have so much going on. Well, first of all, I want to get this out of the way right away because it's happening very soon. You've got a Christmas special on December 18th, a very Mackie holiday (laughs) on VH1. It's going to be Monday night at 8 Mm p.m.
2: And um, this is a first for you. Yes, it's it's me and my husband. Papoose. Yes, me and my husband Papoose. And we pretty much are... Find, like this is our first year where we get to have the whole family together like when we got married I have a son that I had when I was really young and he has three children that he had prior oh to
1: my his. god no wait a second yes. there is no
2: way that you can be a grandmother like that's no, insane no, no, I'm not a grandmother yet he has three children I have one child we got married so oh I see Papoose <laughs> has three
1: I you got me you listen you got me there
0: my son if he <laughs> have <laughs> children she was and he's 17 and yeah. I was like oh okay. Well, okay. Yeah,
2: he's well, the good thing is two things about having children when you're young. One, you get to grow up with them. And two, when they try to, like, pull stunts on you, like, I'm like, bruh, I was just 17, 17 years ago. I remember it <laughs> really clear. <laughs> You've been it. there. Like, I. It's and it's clear. It's not kind of like with my mom. My mom had me when she was, like, in her two, late 20s. And, like, I was, like, rapping circles around her. Like, she didn't know what was going on. Like. like, no, with this sister, we listen to the same music. We do the same thing. So, like, I'm, like, on top of them. But... All of this time, you ne- next year make like, ten years that we've been married, and we've never had all of the kids and all of the family together at one time. So this would be like the first year. So
1: your whole family is going to be in the very Mackie yes. Christmas special. All of the children. Okay. Mama. Do you guys do stockings <laughs> for that many kids?
2: I I do stockings. I'm a I'm a super Christmasy type thing. I want this like my dog gets a stocking.
0: That's good to hear. No, we do that too, of course, for the dog. Like my no, dog
1: dog no. How to- many
2: kids? Let's just get. Right four out there. kids. Okay. I have one biologically, and my husband has three. So altogether it's four. And five if you Include my dog because I usually include him. Yes, (laughs) of course. course. If he gets a stocking, you have to include him. I usually include the dog. He's like a kid. Like, we got to have, you have to find babysitters for all of them.
1: And so uh, that's right. You, of course, you have to have a babysitter for the dog. So you've got this holiday special, Mm -hmm. but you also have a big hit single, Wake Me Up, that you did with Lil Kim. Yes. And you've got an album coming out in the new year Seven Winters, Six Summers and you won the BET Best Female Hip Hop Artist yes, this right? year. So you, you've you just had an amazing year and you've got an amazing year heading into 2018.
2: So congratulations. Thank you, <laughs> Thank yeah, you so much. on your new record deal. I'm, I got a new record deal as well. That was kind of cool. I got a lot of new things this year. How was your advance? Was it nice? Um, Did you get li- some nice stuff for your team? Um, it was really nice. Yeah. I can't really um complain at all. You're smiling. You're smiling really <laughs> you know what, wide. You know what it is? I get weird when people talk like about money to me. Like I'm not one of those people that brag. Like I look at sometimes on people's social media and I see them post like their jewelry and their cars and stuff like that. And I just that's just not me. So when I actually signed my deal, I didn't tell anybody. Like I told my husband and like you know, I think my nephew cuz he's like He's like my best friend, and um, that was it. And when one day I I had looked on the social media, no, that's not even gonna happen. My, I was getting a gazillion text messages like congratulations. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Um, this is wonderful news. And I'm like, what are they talking about? So I think I knew that same day Love & Hip Hop had premiered. So I'm like, did they like say something that makes people think I'm like pregnant or something? Like, I don't know. <laughs> so- I know. And we we love you on Love & Hip Hop. Yeah. We miss you Thank and Papoose. You. I just didn't understand what all the congratulations was about. And then I go on social media and I see like the blogs are like Ma signs multi-million dollar deal. with. I'm like, why would they tell these people, my my business. And before telling you, you and now and who's the deal with? Which um is with Columbia. The how, Columbia. How, how many records? How many records? What? Yes. For the deal? Well, yeah.
1: Um,
2: I think it's just two. I think it's just two. Oh, so it's perfect deal. So you're not locked in too oh, long. I have a, I have an amazing deal. I've been I've been a um independent artist for a, a lot of years. And in the past year and a half I managed to Get yeah, you know two Grammy nominations, gold record, multi-platinum record, um, the B T Award that you were talking about, the Best Female um i made a lot of money my tv shows that i've been doing and i did all of that independently owning my masters owning you know my publishing congratulations on that you
0: you hear about these crazy long record deals that people get locked into and they can never get it like Mm -hmm. the killers just ended their first record deal like they signed that like 15 years ago they put so many records out you know and
1: and listen when you were when i saw your speech at the bet awards and you talk there you, you got up and you talked about second chances Mm -hmm. and about you, first of all, you thank the people in the correctional facilities because you were in jail for six years. But Mm -hmm. the fact that you did that and you came out and that you've managed to accomplish all of this, that's a huge inspiration. Um,
2: What people don't understand and and the reason why I did that, like people's like, you know, did you write that? And I'm like, no, I just, one, I didn't think I was going to win. And two, I, um, well, No, I didn't think I was going to win. I didn't expect to win. Let me say that. You had your fingers crossed. I yeah, I didn't <laughs> expect to win. So I didn't you know when to write a speech. I felt like that would have jinxed it or whatever. And I just spoke from my heart. I've been through a lot in my life. And according to statistics, I'm supposed to be, you know, like, in some bum job and probably living in a shelter or getting some type of public assistance and just having a really hard time. I know people have did way less time than I did, and they have a really hard time in society. So I'm very thankful for my blessings, and I'm very aware that what I was able to do after being gone for seven winters and six summers, you know, is not normal. This is not... The norm, the norm, and I also want people to know who have gone through things like I went through, or maybe facing something like that in the future that you can, you know, come back and you can do things. Because I had so, so, if you guys knew how many people that told me I wasn't gonna be nothing, that my life was over, that it was over for me, like if I were to listen to those people, I probably would be one of those statistics, but I never took no for an answer. I got released from prison. At 4 30 p.m. By 8 o'clock p.m. that night, I was in the studio recording. Oh,
1: that's amazing. That's amazing. What day was that? Do you remember? That
2: was August 1st, 2014. That's
1: amazing. Mm-hmm. Within less than four hours, you were in the studio. So you clearly had this planned. Like when you were in there for the seven winters and six summers, which is amazing that you've named your new album, yeah. what was motivating you and keeping you going so that you could get to that day where you could walk mm-hmm. right into a studio. Well
2: the the thing which is so crazy. Um if I would have maxed out and did the, the entire sentence that I was given, I wouldn't have came home until last year, January of last year. Well how how long was the sentence? Um, it was eight years. Okay, so you, you so, got out after yes. six. So six and, mm-hmm. six and a half. Six and a half. I went to college and I got a degree in, 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 prison. in prison. And that took off like six months in addition to wow. some other programs that I had did. What was your degree in? Um, sociology. Oh, good. A degree in yes. sociology. Keeps you
0: busy too, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. There's a lot of yeah, monotony absolutely. in prison.
2: But what, what happened was um, I just couldn't fathom counting in years. And where my window was, all I could see out of the window was trees. So say if it was 2009 and the trees were green, I knew I had about, you know, six or seven more summers to go. If it was 2013 and the trees were branches, I had about three more winters. And that's just how I counted my time in, in seasons. And when it was all sudden done, I did seven winters and six summers and I just learned so much. It was like I was kind of like a tree. Like my dead leaves and my broken branches had fell off and I had just turned into this this different person. I grew up. I went to prison when I was 25, 26 years old. I came home in my early 30s. And it's it's a big difference. My son, who I'd had when I was a teenager, was seven years old. I came home a week before he turned 14. And it was just like, you know... It's a, a different I, I try to explain to people So that they understand Like how much time it was Like the first I'd never had an iPhone The first iPhone I ever got Was an iPhone 6 There was no Instagram There was no Twitter I never seen a Vine a day in my life. It came and it went. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't you, miss, you missed the whole Vine <laughs> era. Like, missed the whole Completely thing. missed it. <laughs> like I had never, strangely, that I'm on Love and Hip Hop. I had never seen an episode of Love and Hip Hop. MySpace
0: was big when you went away. My, Just gone.
2: MySpace, exactly. That's what people were on. So you know, people. I When I try to explain like that, they're like, "Oh my God, that puts it all into perspective." Mm-hmm. Like you have to talk in like gadgets, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. To understand. I
1: know. Six years. a world can change a lot, as well as. Your your family changing a lot. You're a little boy growing up to be a teenager. Yeah. Were you where? Where were you? Um, which the correctional facilities? Um, where were I was they?
2: In, um, I, was, I was in one the whole time. Is only one maximum security mm-hmm. um, for oh, you're women. You were in Max. Wow. For women, they usually. What happens as your time changes, your status changes, and they move you around. But because of, you know, they live as a high profile, you know, case, I stayed in the max the whole time. I was at Bedford Hills Correctional Facility. It's about 40, 40 minutes from here. And um, strangely,
0: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash achieve today.
2: You would think it was much further the, the amount of visits that I got from people outside of, you know, my immediate family. Like most of my friends are no longer my friends. Most Boy. of the people that you know, if you would have told me to make a list of the people that you that I thought would be there for me and then for me to make an actual list of the people that were there, like it's 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 actually sad, you know. But well, it
1: really goes to show you find
2: out who really oh, cares oh, about absolutely. you and who loves you. Year one, year one, it was it was okay. People were able people were able to hold up, you know, a facade for a year. Mm-hmm. Year two, you start seeing, you know, a couple of people drop off. By year five Six Like you know Who's who And what's Man. what And and I'm okay with that You know yeah. I don't I, I was really angry At first Because it was people That I literally I took care of A lot of people So I was mad At first Like I can't believe So and so Is not there Or like Does she not even Think about me Or like And, and it's not like I was just like A person that you, you you can't tell me You was never anywhere And didn't hear my song Or you were in a bar And someone ordered a glass Of Remy Martin like Or my name came up Something so it was I just didn't understand how can you just forget about somebody that you see or that you allegedly care about and then when I came home I was like, "You know what? I don't want to be angry. I don't want to be mad. I want to live my life." So I just gave everybody a pass. I don't deal with them. I don't invite them over to my house for anything. <laughs> I don't hang out with them or give them free tickets to any of my performances, but you know, I just, I just it's just different. Who what was, was
1: your- who was there for you?
2: Um my husband, of course, he, yeah, he, um, <laughs> he, I, it, he was so bad that I had to tell him to stop coming to visit me. Oh, like, no, seriously, the I first, it. the first year that I was there, he came every single day, every the,
1: single day, every wow. day for the first year. And I'm oh, like, my God,
0: you're allowed to have that visitors?
1: Yeah. That yeah. Much? Well, when Even you're every- in a
2: match, everyone has a visit every day. Oh, really? So, oh, um. It just is one day that you don't. So you'll have like Monday through Friday and then on weekends it alternates. You either Saturday or Sunday. So you'll have that one day or so six days a week. How much are you locked down in, um, a, in a day? It depends. Like I, I got in trouble a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> so when well, you still got out early. <laughs> when you're in trouble. In the beginning. Because, you, you know, you you get in trouble a lot. You have some people that are nice to you because you're a quote unquote celebrity you have some people that treat you like shit Yeah, because they feel like, oh, you're not special and I'm going to make sure gonna, you know you're not special. Right, they're trying to put you in your place. But in, in actuality, they end up treating you worse than they treat anyone else. So actually, I am special. You're going out of your way. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for making right. me feel so right. special.
0: Can, right. you, can you say right. like what was the best thing and the worst thing just about daily, daily life on the inside? Um,
2: the, the worst thing... Will probably be just, like, I'm very independent. I've been like that my whole life. You know, I've been pretty much on my own since I was 13. And um, I'll give people my last, but I don't really ask anybody for anything. I just, I don't. If I actually feel something, like, I'm literally dying. Like, I'm past dead already. Like, if I ask somebody for something. So to not be able to get my own soap. Not my own clothes. Like you, literally, have to have people. You have to have people bring you everything. Mm -hmm. Everything you have to get brought to you. So that was probably for me the hardest thing and the most humbling thing. Asking people to do things for you, even if you're paying for it, it's still you have to ask them to. Hey, could you go to the supermarket? Could you go to this store? Could you give me that or whatever? That for me, that and being away from my loved ones, people that I know. I took care of and like now I don't know what they're doing because I'm not there. Those were like, you know, two of the hardest things. One of the good things about it, and I try to tell people all the time, everybody who has went to prison or everybody who's in prison isn't guilty. Like the same way everybody who's walking around in these streets and that we see every day, everybody who's walking around isn't innocent. You know, so I met some really good people and when i thought i would just like lose my mind there were people that were there for me i was like listen okay you have 8 years and i know it's hard and you're away from your son i've 25 wow and i haven't seen my son in 8 years so you know when you see people that are way up, way worse than you and they still have their head up and they're still fighting and they're telling you to fight you know it's it's just crazy it it was it was like a wake up call. I I had never experienced anything like that. If you would have asked me about it, I've, I've met guys that went to prison before. And I've went to visit them and there's lines around the corner and the girlfriend is fighting with the other girlfriend to see who's gonna go <laughs> that visit. That would not them. be me in prison. there would be no line. You know, yeah. that <laughs> it's it's crazy. Fair, yeah. But with the women, it would be literally tumbleweeds blowing through <laughs> the visiting uh, floor. Like a cricket on a tumbleweed. Like, the boyfriends they leave. The husbands, they leave. Jeez. You know, the moms are usually somewhere raising the kids, so they can't really be right. there like mm-hmm. that. And your friends are somewhere with their bu- boyfriends or their husbands, worrying about their own lives, and it's they be really lonely, like, and it, it's sad. So to to I gain the most of my friends that I have now are people that I met in prison. Really, wow. and are are you still? Are some of them out? Are some, yes, um, most of most of them are out, and I only really had like I had like four friends. Two of them are out, and two of them are still there. One of them, she has a lot, a lot of time, like, that mm-hmm. it's, like, ridiculous. And the other one, you know, she should be getting out in eventually, but it's still a long time. My other two friends, um, they're, they're doing well, thankfully. They're not, like, you know, they're not famous or anything, but they're not, you know, struggling, and they're, they're managing life. They, they went to prison when they were young, like, 18 years old, one of them 16 years old, and did 12 years. Oh 13 years more time than me. And those those are the people that I know if something was to happen to me, or if I need I could depend on them because they weren't my friend or they weren't cool because I was Remy Ma or because I had, you know, the number one record or because I was driving this car, or whatever. They met me with state issued green clothes on and some boots and some braids in my hair and you know, wrist their little bit of freedom that they had inside to make phone calls for me and just, you know, so these are the people that that I will go all out for.
1: And do you keep in touch and visit your two friends who are still there?
2: Unfortunately, I can't because the way the system is set up, I I have five years post-release supervision. So even though I came home in 2014, I'm literally still like, Property of the state Until 2019 Like I have a curfew Like I have to be in the house By 1230 every night Mm. And I have to Ask for permission To go Certain places And to travel Like I haven't even Been able to tour And leave the country Like how I need to To progress my career Because of the stipulations That they They place on me And And Unfortunately, they force you to be with these people for years and years and years. You guys are spending holidays together, you guys are away from your family together. And then when you get out, they say, Okay, you can't have any contact with anybody that's oh, in prison and right. any, anything. Oh, that's
1: so cruel. You're allowed so, to be
2: in contact though with your friends who are out, but not mm-hmm. the ones who are still and there. Even the ones that are out if they're not if they're not on any type of supervision. If they were like me, then no. So they're they're all off of, you know, paperwork or whatever, but It's crazy. Like, the system is something else. Like, if people knew the half of the way the system works, like, it... It's just really, really crazy. Now, I kind of get why they don't allow felons and people who have been in prison to vote because we kind of know how <laughs> shitty everything right. is. But you're,
1: you're supposed to be
2: allowed once you're out. Mm-mm, not no? if you're on any type of post-release oh, or I parole see. or anything so like that. So once it's done, then you can vote. Yeah, then I will have to be able to put in some type of paper that allows me to vote and stuff like that. But yeah. Well, make sure you do that. Oh, absolutely. Have
0: you ever thought of it in this way? Like, I mean...
2: You went away for six years, we said. Mm-hmm. Or we were talking about six and years, five months and four years, days. But yeah. who's counting? <laughs> who's counting? And in the music industry, that's like a lifetime. Like a lifetime, that's like three you. eons. Yeah. So like did that go through your head? Was that motivating you um, when you were creating new music and And were you writing like in that? prison too? Um so- I can answer both of those when you're in prison, people think you have all this free time and you're gonna write this like your creative energy your like Tupac, yeah. and everything Tupac did Tupac did two years, and he probably knew the whole time that he was gonna come home like you yeah know, he he, did. he he came home out on a appeal bail appellate bail. I had a determined sentence like eight years that's it there's no appeal there's no visible. Your spirit is so killed And dry. like you're not writing happy music You're not writing Like your Your creative juices Are not flowing like that Like at all period And then To answer your question Like you know People are just talking Not many people are Like oh it's over for you Oh Like I had somebody call me Like a forehead wonder Or something like one day I was like what
0: Never even heard it's that. also it's also because <laughs> like, like music is almost like sports in a way it's like your prime is like these v- this very very short window and people mm-hmm. don't take you seriously after a certain age even mm-hmm. if you're still a great artist yep and yep. you lose six years. it's like muhammad ali not being able to box from ages 25 to 29 like right. the prime of his career he right. was banned from the sport because of his stance on vietnam and it's the same with musical artists i feel absolutely. like
2: absolutely but he was still able to, when he got his license back, he was able to come back and beat the odds because the yes. odds were definitely against him the same way the odds were against me. But, you know, I'm just blessed enough to be able to do what I do. I feel like sometimes people don't understand. Like, when I when I say what I'm saying, like, I did the impossible. Like you said, six years, six and a half years is... Forever in the industry Absolutely You cannot do something For six and a half months Right Trends change And it's over So you What I was able to do Like I try to tell people I'm like It just doesn't be done Like it just doesn't